0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to Luke's Mind Power. This podcast is produced to enlighten, inspire, motivate, and move you into your power place. Your mind is powerful, and when you connect it with your heart, you become superpowered. That is why I believe that loving yourself is the secret to success and living your dreams. I'm your host, Luke Mind Power. Let's begin hey guys welcome to luke's mind power podcast it's a blessing to have you with us today and it is an honor for me to introduce lauren she's the creator and CEO and presenter of Rave It Up TV, which brings you all the latest celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. She sits down with the celebrities and finds out how they got to where they are today and all the hard work involved. She asks personal questions about mental health, depression, anxiety, and bullying. Lauren created Rave It Up back in 2010 when she was still in high school, she knew what she wanted to do in life and at an early age has worked hard to make it come true ever since. At only 25, she already has 10 years experience under her belt as a buddying journalist. She got bit by the entertainment bug back in 2010 when she met Justin Bieber and has since met and interviewed celebrities like Hugh Jackman, Rob Mills, RJ Mitt from Breaking Bad, just to name a few. Lauren's presentation skills and enthusiasm is truly what sets her apart and after watching countless episodes on uh, her interviews on youtube i'm truly inspired and in awe of her energy and the gift that she is so let's get right into this episode and welcome lauren
1: hello thanks luke for having me on that was an amazing intro by the way
0: (laughs) you're welcome you're welcome it's great to have you on the podcast uh thank you so much for for coming on And, uh, you know, as I mentioned, I'm inspired by your work, uh, your enthusiasm, your authenticity, uh, you know, as being a fellow podcaster and also someone who's interviewed a lot of people, uh you know, I see you as a celebrity, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, okay. so, so, you know, you, you're doing a lot of work that I'm used to doing as well, interviewing people. And so now you're on the other side, right? Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> to interview you. Instead of you interviewing people, I'm getting to interview you. So, uh, so thank you uh, for, for jumping on. But uh, you, you've mentioned that you, you got this bug or, or uh, got into this work 10 years ago. Yeah. When you when so that means you were fifteen. Yeah. Right. And so yeah, for me, yeah. yeah. So so but that's an early age to realize you like what you wanted to do, and this is something that I really struggled with when I was finishing school. You know, mm. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I a lot of friends around me, or just the normal cause of effect of of school right people transition people are guided maybe by their parents hey do this or people just know go to university study this uh and i was left stuck and confused and so yeah tell us a little bit about that because i think it's amazing that at that age you already knew and so you've built that and and you are where you are because of the action that you've taken over the last 10 years
1: Yeah, I am really, really blessed. And it's still something I'm so grateful for to this day, because I know that, as you said, like, you've had you had that trouble at school too, figuring out what you wanted to do. And I was in year 10 at that time. So you know, starting to study for HSC, getting ready for it. And obviously, that big question is, what are you gonna do when you graduate? Um, and I know I probably say what 95% of the population around that time in high school don't know what they want to do. So I am very blessed that I figured that out at such an early age. And I've actually got to thank my parents for that really. Um, because I'm an only child. They're my number one supporters, my number one fans from day dot. And my parents have always been amazing role models for me and they have always Uh, you know, raised me to, you know, go do what you love in life. You know, those boring nine to five jobs that you're not going to love or not going to bring you joy. They're always going to be there to fall back upon. You know, life is short. Why not do what you love? And even if you can make a difference in this world. And that was something always deep down in my gut. I knew I wanted to do was... Change the world somehow. I didn't know how, Um, but I always loved entertainment. Like, I know a lot of people judge that, and it's like, oh, celebrities and, you know, caring about who's, you know, coupled with whom and things like that. But I was always just so interested in that world, and I loved e news in America. And that was, oh, even before this, that was kind of like my dream job. I Wanted to work at, uh, in America at E News, but then my parents are entrepreneurs themselves, actually. And you know, even, I loved what you said about you know sometimes parents push you in the direction of whatever they're doing. And like my dad's a pilot, and obviously growing up, a lot of people were like, "Oh, so you're gonna get into the aviation industry?" I'm like, "Hell no! I couldn't care less." <laughs> but um, the big thing about my parents being entrepreneurs, even though you know my dad's a pilot my mum works from home, they have always owned their own businesses. They've owned many over over their lives. Um, so I've always been around that. And they've always taken me to heaps of, you know, business seminars and things like that. So I learned from a very young age, just before I created Rave It Up, actually at 15, they took me to a business seminar and they had to take me out of school for the day, but they thought, oh, if she really likes it, you know, she might get a lot out of it. And I did, I filled up like a whole A4 notebook with all heaps of notes. And that was where, you know, I met one of my mentors that's still a mentor to this day, Dale Beaumont and he's changed my life. He, put me into a uh, youth development program, actually. And back then, believe it or not, I was like the shyest person you'd ever meet. Uh, you know, you couldn't even talk to me. I was, I, I was really, really shy. I just wanted to keep to myself, just keep to my parents. And, but that specific day at that business seminar, even before I went to the youth development program, I was just, it really opened my mind to the possibilities that, hey, you could actually be your own boss live life the way you want it. So instead of having that dream of working for e news still I thought, you know, why work for e news when I could be e news, you know? Like my equivalent of e news. So um that really just changed everything for me and then when I went to that youth development program when I was, you know, obviously with people my own age, that uh also helped me get out of my comfort zone and stop being that shy little girl and then it was just you know, the rest is history and then met Justin Bieber as you mentioned before so I am very blessed that I knew what I wanted to do from such a young age but I've really always got to bring it back to my parents that they raised me to always follow my dreams and that's something that I love to you know my main uh, theme of my interviews is to always inspire the younger generation to if you have a dream a passion like go for it you're only live one life and it's the best time to do it while you're young you're never going to regret it otherwise <laughs> you're going to regret it if you don't do it
0: yeah really uh touched on some powerful stuff there that really resonated yeah. with me and, and it's great that you mentioned uh the parent uh the parenting uh, uh notion of being directed in a certain path or certain way and the reason why i mentioned that and now it makes so much sense. So thank you for confirming. And, and now I'll, I'll let you in on uh, how it's making sense to me. And yeah. so depending on the environment, I really believe that, you know, you're a product of your environment. So yes. for example, my parents immigrated, came to Australia from Europe, from a war-torn country. Um, they they came with, with not not much, you know, they had to they had four children, you know, they had to work really hard, uh, to, to, to raise us and to survive, you know? So the point that I'm trying to make is that in order for for me to now grow out of that kind of mindset of poverty, for example, or, or poorness or, or, or lack of success, for example, right I've needed to to take on that responsibility on my own now and go a completely different direction, which is what I'm doing yeah right um, but I mean in that so in that time when I was growing up at, at school there I didn't really have much direction but I was influenced by people around me that were doing certain things let's say right I wasn't so much into influenced by my parents in sort of uh, telling me what to do but it was the environment that I was being raised in that there wasn't much talk about you know follow your dreams or do what you love or do what makes you really happy or anything it was there was nothing like that you know my parents were really busy working and doing their thing and raising the kids and running the household You know what I mean? So now I'm listening to to, to your experience of being raised and and your parents and what they do and and being in that kind of environment, it has an impact on you. You know, it really does. And so, um, yeah, I I understand it better because of the way that you explained it now because the household that you have makes a huge difference. It's your environment where you're in that you grow up in and if your parents are successful, for example, I mean, look at, look at, let's talk about celebrities, look at celebrities and their children. What happens, yeah. what happens to most majority, 99% of, of celebrities and their kids, they become successful as well. Yeah. Like, like look at the Smiths, for example, Will Smith and his kids. What, look at that, what are they, what are, what are the kids doing?
1: They've been given a huge opportunity for one thing, but yeah. Right. They're <laughs> both artists.
0: They're both yeah. artists. They're both singing. They've both got millions of followers. They're both doing amazing things, but why? Mm. How is that happening? Is that because uh, of their parents?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I got to say, for I know that probably there's a lot of kids listening today that may unfortunately, cause you know, we don't have control over It may unfortunately come from, a family that maybe doesn't care, or isn't as successful, or, you know, don't even actually have the money to help their kids, you know, go for their dreams and things like that. But I think another big thing is like, you know, as I mentioned, my mentor, like, that even if you can't get it from your family, there's so many amazing successful people out there that want to help these people, you know, for me, for example, I'm sure you as well, you know, if people come to me and want some help, I'd absolutely be willing to help these people so it's even if you can't get it from your family like go search for someone that can help go, go get your mentors and learn from i call it learning from their recipe so you don't have to make the same mistakes
0: yeah yeah absolutely uh, the other thing you mentioned was that your dad's a pilot and can i ask yes. um does he fly for a, a carrier or um, has it-
1: I guess he flies the Regional Express. Rex, okay. you've probably heard of him. They yeah, fly within New yep. South yeah. Wales.
0: Yeah, no, because I was a chauffeur driver for about three years and I, I tr- was transporting Qantas pilots. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, when you said pilot, I said, oh, maybe I've driven her dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeez, what- You've done. You've done everything. I swear.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've I've lived. I've lived a bit. <laughs> At least now yeah, I'm doing was. something <laughs> that I truly love. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's amazing. That's awesome. And I had some of the pilots that actually told me they came from Rex to Qantas. But yeah, I can only imagine the the challenge that uh, the the airlines are going through with this whole lockdown. It's definitely not yeah, not easy. Really...
1: And you know he 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 has gone for bigger uh, bigger airlines over the years and it's just been a blessing that he has stayed where he is because he has so many friends that, you know, started at a smaller airline and gone on to, you know, airlines like Qantas and you know, they're have terrible relationships with their kids or onto like their fourth marriage. It's really because they're away so much it kind of ruins a little bit of the relationships that they do have because they're not around um and i'm just i'm thankful that and so is my dad that you know we have a fantastic relationship and he's home nearly every night like um instead of being away for weeks on end going overseas so
0: yeah that's powerful you touch on that because uh through my experience with driving a lot of these pilots there were uh conversations that i had with many of them and there were those conversations about divorce about uh, the challenge of uh, not being home that much of being away yeah. so much. Right. I mean, yeah, it's really good money uh, and it's a different quality of life, but again, there's a bigger responsibility and, and you're not home as much as you would want to be. And so it does form a disconnect. Uh, I, I truly believe that. And, that's I, real
1: when you yeah, I, and I heard that. Like that. I. It is a dream for a lot of people there yeah. like said, the money's good. They want to travel around the world and get paid yep. for it. Like, yeah, does it?
0: Absolutely. But yeah,
1: when you have conversations like that, it becomes really real.
0: Yeah, man, it's, it's not easy, but, uh, yeah. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, your experience with, uh, you know, connecting with yourself and letting, letting go of other people's opinions of you and, and kind of, you know, stepping into your your truth and and your power, and like honouring your own sense of of belief in in yourself, of you know what you want to do, who you are, um and and uh, and just living in that uh, that that conscious state of you know this is I'm Lauren and I don't care what you think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it has. I'm glad you brought it up because it of some, one of my favorite topics to talk about because it is something that I have struggled with since probably when I started Rave It Up. Actually even it's probably since I was a little girl really um, but creating Rave It Up and I guess being in that spotlight a little bit has uh, you know that's really where the journey has come from because as I mentioned like obviously and you brought up creating Rave It Up at the young age of 15, 16, when I was still in school, I got bullied a lot, you know, I think. uh, And, you know, people talk about uh, people bully because they're jealous. And I could kind of see that because I was one of very, very few that knew what they wanted to do when I was going for it. Um, And people, I think, were a little bit jealous of that. So, but, especially at that age when I was still quite shy and still figuring out who I was and what I wanted to do and what I wanted out of this world. People were saying about me too heart and it really, really affected me to the point that nearly everything I did, you know, how I'd wear my hair, what clothes I'd wear, things like that. I'd be worrying way too much about those things just to make people happy, but you can't make everybody happy. And I've really figured that out now, especially being, you know, the the face of rape it up and, you know, having all my videos online and things like that, like social media is brutal. And having these people, just people that don't even know you comment on your YouTube videos and, you know, really saying hurtful things, It it, it does get to you but I've gotten to the point now that I really do ignore it. Um, I'll read it and probably I more have a laugh and I go, really, that's what you got to say. That's okay. (laughs) Don't even know me. But anyway, um, I'm really doing this for me and my, I, I get more really nice comments now than I do hateful comments, which that's when, you know, you, you've made it. (laughs) Um, But also for starting it at, 15, 16. And also being a girl uh, is really hard in the entertainment industry. And, you know, especially like, I think we're talking about just before we started recording that, you know, even to get consistent guests on is hard, you know, having that content all the time, every single week. And especially in the beginning, it was really, really hard because not only... I didn't have a very big following and people were like, why would we go on your show? But also the very fact that I was 15, 16 and I was a girl, it was like, whoa, you're, you're 16. What do you know? Like, why would we go on your show? And that was quite hurtful in the beginning, but I'm really grateful for the people that did give me an opportunity in the beginning. And then now, like, let's speak, fast forward till now, that it's probably been only the last few years that I have really, Um, I guess gotten into actually who I am and loving myself and I think a lot of people have got to remember that self-love self-care does not mean you're selfish that's something I've really learned over the last few years and I always make sure you know I have make time for myself and do the things that make me happy and especially during you know COVID at the moment it can really affect people's mental health and I've always been really got a really strong mental attitude and hasn't been until COVID now that I have really had to reevaluate some things and how I talk to myself and things like that because COVID is just so negative out there like you can only do so much to control what you're seeing you know you can not look at social media and then that you've kind of uh, protected yourself that way of anybody posting things about COVID but then you go out in the real world and you know, you're getting temperature checked, you're getting this, you're getting that. It's, 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 uh, when I come back home, I'm like, I have to (laughs) kind of cleanse and get back to myself and meditation is a really big thing for me. Um, and that's been a really, really important thing for me to do every single day to really love myself. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of women listening today and young girls, may have had you know um, self-esteem issues and things like that or or body image issues that you've really i it wasn't until i found meditation that i really started loving myself for who i am because you know if whatever you believe in god any higher power you've been created how you've been created for a reason like you shouldn't be wanting to change that in any way you've really just got to love yourself for who you are and as you said, forgetting about other opinions because and coming, <laughs> looping around everything I've said now is that you can't make everybody happy, but you can make yourself happy and it is your life. So even if someone says something hurtful about me online, I just brush it off now. Cause I'm like, well, it shows more about them than me because I'm happy with, you know, say I put an interview up. I'm happy with that interview. I'm happy with what I'm doing in life
0: and that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's, I think the more that you step into your truth and own who you are and understand your worth, uh, the more you will move away from the reactive nature of yourself when someone posts a negative comment, but it is our mind that actually is drawn to negativity and it just wants to, it sees it as a threat you know, our mind is, yeah. prote- our mind is created to protect us safe. And so when someone posts something that isn't uh, positive, we automatically feel like, uh, in- instead of focusing on the 100 good comments, 100 positive comments, there's that one that stands out, that takes away oh, all
1: <laughs> takes
0: all the, the limelight away. And it's like, hang on a second, man. And so you know, it is frustrating because it's like, man, can't you see what I'm doing? Like, doesn't it make sense to you? And it's like, I've learned to, to, even though sometimes I get frustrated, uh, no response is a response. And I've also learned that, uh, you know, don't expect you from others.
1: Oh, I like that
0: yeah and and that's really powerful but still you 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 the the more that you step forward into your uh purpose and the more that you do uh what you love and and own that you understand your worth and so eventually it just gets to the point where you know what let them comment uh you know you yeah, just keep doing what you love um and that's the most important thing because uh that's where the fulfillment lies, you know? And I mean, even if it's, if someone is putting their time and energy into even writing a comment, even if it's negative, take it as yeah. a positive because they're even just stopping by to, to release their energy towards you. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> time is money. It, yeah. <laughs>
0: energy is expensive. Time is money. Energy is expensive. And they're giving you some of their money, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> i like that
0: so, and even
1: if i feel like a really nice comment that's just made my day and you know those comments that just make you feel make you think oh that's why i'm doing what i'm doing for those people that really care and i've really made an impact and and you know why i started in the first place they're the comments that i take you know i screenshot them maybe i have a few that are just sitting on my wall and if if a, a bad comment like that comes up then i'll just look at that good comment and go Never mind. That's just one person out of the hundred, as you mentioned. So as long as I'm affecting some people's lives in a positive manner, that's all that matters. That's exactly why I started in the first place.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So Lauren, you mentioned uh, about a previous relationship that you were in that was really challenging. And I've had a lot of relationships that I went through. For me, they're all lessons. Uh, at the yeah, time, they weren't favorable in a, in a positive way where they didn't work out the way that I hoped or I wanted them to. And it was really hurtful and it was really challenging. And it was, it was, uh, it was hard, you know? Mm. You, you really, like, you, you really wanted it to work. You, you felt the connection and you thought it was the right thing uh, only to find out that, you know, it just didn't work. So tell us yeah. a little bit about your journey.
1: Well, I find relationships are interesting. And now, like, I, I have found my man that I want to spend the rest of my life with, which I am so grateful for to the universe every single day. But I just find now that I am so happy uh, in a relationship that all the other ones, obviously, you start thinking about and your past and what you've learned from them, because you're always even though they're your past and you want to forget about them, sometimes they'll creep into the new ones, as you probably know as well. And I'm exactly like you, every single relationship, whether it's been romantic or, you know, as a friendship as well, I always learn from them. You know, that that is I my biggest, my favorite quote of all time is everything happens for a reason. So if someone's come into your life and it hasn't worked out, they've come into your life for a reason. So learn from that mistake or whatever it was, because it'll actually come in handy in the future for you. Um, like I always find relationships interesting, especially for women because, you know, when we're young, we, we, we love the attention and we want a guy to ask us out and things like that. I'm sure a lot of girls can agree with that. You kind of, we get a little bit of, Oh, even guys too. Like when we're young, we all get excited about the the flirting stage and the, you know, oh, you know, the courting stages. I haven't heard someone say that for a while. I'm very old fashioned. <laughs> but um, because of that, unfortunately, I feel like there's a little bit in all of us that kind of takes that on even when we're older. And, you know, it's fine to, to date, have fun, but then obviously we get to an age where we start getting a little bit more serious and we want to actually find the the one. And I've had lots of girlfriends that are still making a lot of mistakes in relationships, Um, but I I always try to give as much advice as I can. And my very big turning point, uh, I had probably two I can actually um, bring up with you, is uh, one that I had, and I actually thought this guy was the one But, um, something that I didn't really realize took a couple years later that it really, really affected me inside. Didn't know it at the time was, uh, he had, it was a long distance relationship. He'd come over for like a couple of weeks to stay with us. And my parents were like, this could either make or break your relationship. I'm like, well, that's helpful. Um, but he stayed with us and for pretty much most of that two weeks, unfortunately I got really, really sick and not just a flu or a cold or anything, I actually uh ended up in hospital at the end of it because I had appendicitis didn't know it at the time, but um he unfortunately spent his whole trip with just looking after me and you know the the person that you know loves you should really be by your side and not care either way right they 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 love you um but at the Actually, at the end of it, he just wasn't attracted to me anymore, and it just really affected me, Um, but at the time, I was like, brush it off, it's all good, his loss, <laughs> but it wasn't till a few years later, and this relationship really affected me big time. Uh, it was about five or six years ago, actually, I got really, really manipulated by this one guy, and kind of like the other one, I didn't realize it at the time, but because of the previous relationship, because a guy was giving me attention and really seemed to love me, I fell for that. Um, so he really manipulated me and it, I actually nearly left my parents. And you know how we were talking about my parents before and that I'm very close to them. I'm an only child, Have we've always been like the three Musketeers. So for me to even say that is a really big deal. Um, I was choosing his advice on my life over my parents and I've never done that any other time in my life. So I really feel like that experience just, it switched a light bulb in me um, because my parents really took control of the situation and saw that it was really, really negative. Uh, If they did nothing, it could have definitely turned out differently. Um, So I'm really glad they took control and I would not be the person I am today without that situation, even though I, hated my parents at the time and I, I, it's still really hard for me to talk about to this day. I I wouldn't be the person I am today without that experience because I've actually come out of it with all the lessons. You know, I've learned so much about men. (laughs) I have learned so much about also myself and my worth and even my relationship with my parents. It's never been as strong as it has been now. And I always thank that situation, even though it was so negative, it wouldn't have happened without it. Um, So I really feel like it was kind of coming back to everything happens for a reason. It did happen to me for a reason because it was the biggest life lesson I've ever learned. That unfortunately, guys, I'm not picking on your gender, Luke, (laughs) but some guys out there can be very manipulative and, you know, unfortunately say exactly what a girl wants to hear. And if their self-esteem is quite low or they've unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately their self-esteem has been put down because of another guy and they're a bit bruised, that a girl can unfortunately fall for that and be stuck in a really sticky situation. Um, But thank thank God for my parents, right, that they got me out of that. Um, And like... uh, Something um, I'm sure we can both agree on is, you know, law of attraction and vision boards. I love vision boards. And I've had one since I was uh, in year eight, I think. Um, Year seven or eight. And I've always had that dream guy on my board and people used to make fun of me. Even my friends would make fun of me of just how picky I was. And now they can laugh because yeah, I end up finding that guy on the vision board. (laughs)
0: That's awesome, Lauren. Congratulations yeah. on, on, you know, finding the one and from going through those experiences uh, in relationships, which are not easy and, you know, it's... Oh, it's
1: definitely a game, isn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah, but it is. Life is a game, you know, and there's diff- there's different mm-hmm. levels to life, you know, and, and as you go through life, you know, you have to learn uh, and and you, and in order for you to, to get, you know, on a higher level you've got to learn from those mistakes, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, you talk about, you know, not picking on my gender or, you know, not picking <laughs> on guys uh, in terms of, you know, being in relationships, being manipulated and saying whatever you, the right things or saying certain things to, to you know, get in a girl's pants or to get in, you know, into that relationship with a, with a girl. Uh, I was one of those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I do
1: remember um, you talking about um, that
0: in I'm, another I'm, interview. Yeah, no, but like, I just, I, uh, in terms of relationships, this is part of, uh, you know, excuse the background noise. I don't know if you can hear it um, <laughs> because <laughs> I've got a, this, there's a car, there's a car in the background, and yeah, but no, I was, uh, you know, I had to. The, the thing is, it comes down to self love. Yeah. I, it comes down, look, I believe you only project what you have within yourself, right? Mm. And so for a long time, I didn't love myself, right? And so if you don't love yourself, then how are you going to project that to another person? Yeah. And so in many relationships that I was in, and, and I'm not afraid to say this because this is, this is something that people need to hear. You know, I had to learn the hard way. I had to realize and own up to my own bullshit. You know, I had to realize that I wasn't living with integrity. I wasn't being honest. I wasn't treating others the way that I would like to be treated. Right? How would I feel if someone was treating me like that? You know, and, and so that's why I am the person that I am today, because I owned up to my own bullshit. You know,
1: mm.
0: and, and so the, the relationship that you're in with that person I hope that he's been able to own up to his own bullshit. I hope he's been able to learn from dating you and realizing that, hey, you know what? I did the wrong thing, you know? I didn't treat her with love and respect. How would I feel if she treated me like that? If I really loved her and she was manipulating me? And that's, I think, the the other side of the spectrum that we don't realize and we don't see because our ego is so big and we think that, you know, who cares about what that other person feels like? You know? Yeah, And so my disconnection was with the fact that I didn't love myself and I wasn't taught to love myself. We're not taught to appreciate ourselves, honor ourselves, uh, look at ourselves in the mirror and, and be able to give ourselves that self-validation, not, not needing it from our parents or from the outside world or from our friends or from people at school, right? We mm-hmm. actually give ourselves permission to be exactly who we are. Yeah. Right. And because you want that external validation from others, because you don't love yourself, you then go and treat other people like that. And so that is what I used to do. And that is what your ex did to you. That's what, that's yeah. just in my, in my humble opinion. Right. So he oh, projected, yeah, totally. if he projected yeah. that, he projected that onto you. Right. Because yeah. he didn't have that within himself, you know. Yeah, and
1: it kind of come, like I said, it comes around to that self esteem as well. And if someone's, you shouldn't be getting it from external people anyway, but that was the wake up call that I I should be getting it within myself. But because I was so, you know, hurt and tarnished, I guess, and that self-esteem was down that as soon as someone was giving me validation, it's was like, Oh my God, love you. Let's, let, let's yep. get into this relationship where you, as you said, it shouldn't be from external people. It should be from within yourself. So that, you know, you can actually get something real and treat people the way you want to be treated, as you said. Like, I, as hard as that story is for me to share, and for so long I didn't share it. Only the closest people to me knew about it um, because I was embarrassed. You yep. know, I I didn't want to share that with people because it's like, oh wow, you're you're a stupid girl. Like, well, how could you be so manipulated? But it, it unfortunately it can easily happen for those people that, you know, don't love themselves, you know, for me, I felt like I did love myself, which is a funny thing, but not fully. Uh, It's not till I fully loved myself and knew way deep inside. I didn't need a guy. Uh, As soon as that realization happened there and I knew that I deserved more. That's when the changes started happening in a positive way, like finding my boyfriend now.
0: Yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, it takes courage to, to open, open yourself up and open your heart, you know, and realizing that everyone makes mistakes, you know, and, and we're not yeah. perfect. No one's perfect, you know, and, and as long as you can open yourself up to to, to realizing the things that you have done or been through and, and acknowledging them, uh, you can grow.
1: Yeah, and I, I hope that the, this story and you know, the one you shared as well can help the people that are listening today. So I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it or have been through something very similar.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a, there's a big, uh, again, the ego is really strong and a lot of people mm. aren't aware of their ego. And so the ego is in control a lot of the times, which really stops you from, from dropping your guard. You know, normally you're wearing a mask because you want to show people that, Hey, I am this macho strong person, you know, you can't falter me, Uh, you know, but yeah, it it really is. uh, I think we're talking about this before about, you know, opening yourself up, opening your heart. Uh, You know, I, I I learned about opening your heart a lot when I was living in the Shaolin temple in China. And uh, there was a quote that uh, one of the teachers said, he said, the bigger your heart, the bigger, the bigger the stage.
1: Oh, I like that too. And so,
0: yeah. And so what that means is the more you open your heart, how I, how, how I take it, the more that you open yourself up, the bigger your life will be, Mm. right? The the bigger the stage. So the, the more you'll be able to connect with people, you know, otherwise if you keep a closed heart, then you're just limiting yourself right? If you don't believe in yourself, Lauren, and you, you don't uh, think that you're worthy of interviewing these kind of celebrities and doing all the work that you're doing, then you're just shrinking yourself. You're dimming your light. You're staying small and you're not here to play small.
1: No.
0: As as Uh, you're showing. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. You know, so rave it up. Tell us, tell us, a little bit about the work that you do in rave it up i I guess the name also it's uh from from when i see rave i think party i think uh (laughs) trance music i think uh you know
1: a lot of people
0: (laughs) so where did that name come from how does it how does it tie into to you know connecting with celebrities and interviews and doing all the work that you're doing um and then tell us a little bit about your work with celebrities and how how it is to actually uh you know interview people who are you know doing amazing things
1: Ooh, so many questions. Um, well, the name, first of all, uh, that was a little bit difficult in the beginning because when you're starting a business and it's something you want to do for the rest of your life because I was so passionate about it. I was like, oh my goodness, this is a really big decision to make because it's going to be the name forever. Um, and it was actually my mum that came up with Rave It Up. And because she, she was thinking about, you know, when you're talking to people and you're kind of raving it up. You're kind of raving about whatever you're, you're talking about or whatever project they're doing. I was like, Oh, I love that raving it up. Okay. And I felt like it had a ring to it. And I guess the rest is history. And it's been the name for 10 years. <laughs> um, and if people haven't heard of rave it up before, you know, a, a lot of people will just see it from a, uh, I guess, from the surface that it's just interviewing celebrities. But to me, it's so much more than that. Um, And the reason I always loved celebrities is that these people are living their dreams. They always wanted to become an actor. They became an actor. They always wanted to become a singer. They became a singer. So they were so inspiring to me. And, you know, there's a lot of us that, you know, look up to these people as our idols. And we want to become an actor. We want to become a singer. Whatever these celebrities are doing. But... A lot of the time, we don't know even how they became who they are, you know, did they go to university, did they just audition for 10 years till they got their big break, like there's so many stories out there. And that was my thing going in, I was like, I really want to know, even just for myself, but I knew that there'd be a lot of people out there that would want to know the same thing, is how do these people become successful? and so now with my interviews you know I'm sharing these motivating and inspiring stories because there's not one carved path to get to you know success everybody first of all has a different definition of success but also just to become an actor there's so many different ways um you know there's a lot of people that I've interviewed that like for example we say it takes 10 years to be an overnight success and that could be like not be more true. There's a lot of my interviews that's been the case that these people have auditioned and auditioned and nearly given up, they were broke. Um, But thank goodness that they didn't give up because that's how they got to where they are today. And it's actually made them stronger to have that, you know, that rejection and, you know, living with no money. And now they, a lot of them just really appreciate what they've got because it could be taken from them any second. And I thought, well, not only for my sake to learn all this, but I knew that also it would inspire, especially the younger generation, kind of going back to what we're talking about before, these kids that don't know what they want to do when they leave school um, and they just want to just settle for anything. Oh, I've got to go to uni because I have to. No, don't do that. You know, Find what you actually love and you know, you, that sparks you joy and makes you really, really happy. So I thought by sharing these stories would inspire the younger generation to go for these incredible jobs, careers. Some of them you don't even realize are out there. Like, you know, a lot of this day and age, you know, even the term entrepreneur is a lot of little bit more, um, I guess, popular and a lot more acceptable, but even 10 years ago, You know, it was only just starting to become a thing. And now there's heaps of entrepreneurs out there. There's so many ways for you to make a difference in this world and love what you do. Um, So that's what Rave It Up is. And to answer your question about (laughs) how it is to interview all these amazing celebrities, a dream come true for (laughs) one thing. Um, But also it's just been an incredible opportunity for me to you know, make all these amazing contacts and which has really grown Rave It Up to what it is today, not just for followers. To me, followers is just a number, but to actually, you know, like I released a book in February. That wouldn't have been possible from without the people that I've interviewed. Um, and the book is called Knowing What I Know Now. And that one of my big questions I ask in every single interview is knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 14-year-old self? Um, And to me, I created that question because at around 14 was, you know, for example, when I was really, really shy, didn't know what I wanted to do. That is really at the time at school where you do care way too much about people's opinions. So I thought 14, very pivotal age, you've just become a teenager. Um, So I'd love to hear what the celebrities got to say because a lot of them have been through similar things. We've all been to school. We've all had that, you know, low self-esteem caring too much about what people think. There's a lot of celebrities out there that were bullied when they were younger, may have gone through some depression. So I thought this question actually, it's not a yes or no question, you know, it really opens them up to talk about their childhood. And it's been my favorite question to ask in every interview and there's some real gems in there. So I thought, why not make it into a book? You know, sometimes people don't have the time to listen to every single one of my interviews, but if it's in a book, all the content is there. It's a really good like coffee table book too, you can just go to the quote that you want to go to. Um, But as I said, it wouldn't have been possible without the people that I have met and a lot of them, you know, have maybe been on the show a few times just because they love the show, they love my interview style. Uh, I'm very much known for doing my research, as you probably noticed from watching some of my interviews, because I know that they're giving up their time to talk to me. So not only are they doing me the favor to be on my show, but I want to do them the favor of not just asking the boring questions, simple questions that you can find out on Google. Like why do that? Um, Where I want to actually get down just like you, because I love your questions, by the way, getting down to the nitty gritty, like getting down to the serious personal stuff that we can all relate to, but don't talk about enough. Um, You know, because I can easily just promote whatever they're promoting new book, new movie, whatever. But when you've actually, you know, brought it back to topics that we can all relate to being a human being, um, that's what makes the difference. And that is why people love the show and why they want to listen to the interviews, because they know that it's going to be um, deep and meaningful is a good way to phrase it, I guess. (laughs)
0: Yeah, absolutely Lauren. I think it's uh it's amazing that you you get to share some of those spaces with individuals like that who are successful who came from challenging circumstances or were bullied and and it also shows that uh you know sometimes we forget that they are human as well and they're yeah. just like us. You know, it, it's because we we do compare ourselves and when we see someone who is you know, seems to be more successful than us or have more followers or are doing something that we admire or aspire to be, we judge ourselves. And then, you know, we think that their life is perfect. And, and so it's really nice that you get to share that space with them and, and show them in that form where it really breathes uh, reality. Like it's truth. It's, it's, Hey, you know, even though I'm sitting here with you, I'm still, I'm, I'm just doing something that I really love. And I used to get bullied and I, I, I used to feel insecure. I didn't have self-confidence. I had to work on this. And yeah, like I have to, you have to reflect, Lauren, on your the last 10 years, on even the last year, you know, how much you've grown, how much action you've taken on yourself for you to get from where you were to where you are now, myself, over the last couple of years. I've completely transformed my life right? But it takes a lot of work. And so you being in that environment with these individuals is amazing because again, uh, you're a product of your environment. Not only are your parents very supportive and, and uh, you know, believing in you and, 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 uh, giving you that extra boost, but you're surrounding yourself with individuals who are actors, uh, musicians, uh, people who are really living successful lives. And that plays a big part in your energy going higher.
1: It sure does. It's a very motivating environment, i got to say, listening to these stories and I'm, you know, because you could maybe before an interview, I could have had a bad day and then I come into it and I'm automatically I switch my energy because I'm so excited. You know, this is what I love to do. Even though I'm the interviewee today, I still love interviews, whether I'm the interviewer or the interviewee, it, it is the thing that brings me the most joy so not only does that immediately change how my day is going but then talking to these people and hearing their stories and hearing them come through hardships and come out the other side stronger and and a lot of them just like you and i have amazing energy and you just can't help but just soak it in and after an interview i'm always just so damn motivated. I'm like, cool. I was just going to relax now because I've had a big day, but not stuff that I'm going <laughs> full, full speed into some more work to, uh, you know, grow, rave it up to where I want it to be even bigger than it is now.
0: And where do you want it to be?
1: I would love for the, cause like, you know, I've only just started the podcast over the last few months. I've had the radio show for, oh, I'd say nine years now. It's been a long time. Um, probably eight years, probably not nine yet. Um, but I know that that isn't where the listenership is anymore. You know, a, a lot of my audience are online, social media. They, It's all in podcasts now. Like the, the world is definitely changing. So now that I've started the podcast, I absolutely love it. Um, and I, I even listen to heaps of podcasts myself. Yours for one of them, by the way. Amazing. That's why I'm very honored to be on today. <laughs> but... I I know that that's where the audience is and that's what they're loving. So I'd love to have rave it up just a podcast. Like I will eventually stop the radio show. Don't know when, but we'll see, (laughs) see how the podcast goes. Um, But that's what I want to do for the rest of my life is, is just interviewing people on the podcast. And i i film pretty much every single one of my interviews um, and put them on YouTube. So it's kind of, Killing Two Birds With One Stone, you know, some new people find me just on the podcast, some people find me on YouTube, and then it all connects anyway. Um, So continuing what I'm doing right now. But, you know, I'm so proud of like, my book I released in February, I definitely want to release some more. Um, Writing a book is just, and saying that I'm an author now, feels incredible. Like, it's something I've always wanted to do. So... Yeah, expect some a couple more books in the future. Don't know what they're going to be yet, but
0: <laughs> that's awesome. It's that's it's exciting, you know. And uh, yeah, I just uh, want to acknowledge you for uh, for for living and breathing, you know, uh, this this enthusiasm and this this energy of, of light that that you bring to to all of your platforms. You know, not only uh, through YouTube, but in your podcasts and now through the book. Uh, you know, your social media platforms, Instagram as well, uh, and, and sharing other people's stories, you know, of, of inspiration and, and journey. And, you know, that is the, that is the connection between someone seeing your content and feeling down or feeling confused and watching that video or that podcast or that book and saying, wow, I, I really needed to, I needed to see that. I needed to hear that. Uh, and, and that's a really powerful, powerful uh, thing that you have, you know, so congratulations on on taking that action and wanting to be the change, you know, because you had to go through your your challenges, you had to go through your relationships, you had to go through being bullied and feeling insecure or not feeling safe in who you are as an individual, and you chose to stand up for yourself, you know, And and now you're doing that, you know, so... Congratulations, Lauren, you know, it's amazing. And, and it's a blessing to share this space with you and, and to communicate with you in this form, um, to know that you've been uh, surrounded by so many incredible individuals. And here I am talking to you now. So I'm just uh, receiving all of your energy from all those people that you've interviewed. So thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs>
1: separation
0: um, yeah absolutely so so i just want to acknowledge you for that and keep keep doing what you're doing because i know that you know this is this is just the beginning you know you've put in a lot of work to get to where you are now but you know over over you know as you build that momentum you know you'll create more impact and and uh, and and uh, you'll definitely make a massive difference uh in the world you know well this year is
1: 10 years since I created rave it up. And as I mentioned before, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. And I only feel over the last couple of years, it's really started growing to where I want it to be. So as you said, it's only up and up from here. That's and I'm right. Like, That's right. So blessed for, you know, people like you in my life. So thank you so much for even your platform. You know, I'm, I'm really glad that someone else is doing, you know, very similar to what I'm doing and sharing these amazing stories. So thank you to you
0: as well. You're welcome. I received that. Thank you. Uh, so let people know where, where they can find you, you know, your platforms uh, and, and how they can contact you.
1: Well, our website is Rave it Up TV, uh, com, And it's also Rave it Up TV on Instagram and rave it up show on facebook otherwise if you want to personally follow me my instagram is lauren yates and that's spelled y-e-a-t-e-s i know a lot of people get that wrong (laughs) um and yeah follow me send me a message if you want like i'm happy to help anybody out there especially you know people want life advice or, you know, just want to get into what I'm doing. Like I, I love when people send me a message like that. It just gets me super excited for, you know, the next generation of who's coming after me. Um, cause you know, I want to leave an amazing impact on this earth and you know, you want to, I want to be the change that I want to see in the world, you know, as that famous quote is. So
0: love yeah, it. that's me. <laughs> awesome. Lauren, just one final question before we go. What is your definition of loving yourself?
1: Really, it kind of comes back to the forgetting other opinions. That's something that I have always, you know, it always comes back to for me, Um, not just from school age, but up till now. Um, So forgetting other opinions and being confident in every single aspect of your life. Um, You know, confidence is the key to almost everything I say. (laughs) And, you know, just knowing that, um, like, a a new quote that I absolutely love that just came to me the other day and I've mentioned in this interview before is that self-care and self-love does not mean you're selfish. So make sure you take time for yourself. Um, You know, even though I've got such a busy life, as (laughs) as you mentioned before, Luke, before we started recording, it's something that I always make time for is my own self-care. You know, I always put one day aside for myself, whether that is literally just lounging around and watching Netflix, cause that's really nice to just detox from, you know, my own mind and what I need to get done, or just having like time to read a book, you know, get into a novel, paint, draw, I love dancing. That's my biggest passion in life. So just making sure you have, you take time for yourself um, that's a real good definition of, you know, of self-love because if you don't make that time for yourself, but you make time for everyone else, well, what's the point, right? You know, you, your number one relationship should be with yourself. So make sure that, you know, when you're making meetings or with someone else that you make sure you make that meeting with yourself as well.
0: Lauren Yates, thank you so much.
1: You're so welcome, Luke. Thank you so much for having me. I-
0: thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share this with a friend or on your social platforms and leave a rating on the Apple Podcasts app. This really helps us and means the universe to me and my team. For more dope content and motivation on how you can live the life of your dreams, subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes. I am Luke Mindpower, the ultimate success coach. And if you want to find your power and purpose in life, simply visit my website, lukemindpower.com for more info on how I can help you 10x your success. Sending you super love and positive energy. Peace. I'll talk to you soon.